0: Welcome sports fans to this week's episode of EJ Sports Debates. As always, I'm Eric Weir, along with Jordan Angie. We got a fun uh, discussion tonight, uh, kind of break down uh, a fantasy free agent
1: draft. Jordan? Hey guys, so before we get into the free agent draft, to kind of explain it, there's a couple of things off the top. Uh, first and foremost was earlier this week, uh, we lost Vincent Jackson, uh, only 38 years old. Um, really a, a, um, underrated player, in my opinion, you know, it's kind of crazy that the guy that drafted him, Marty Schottenheimer, passed away last week. Um, and now here he is passing away almost exactly a week later, but just really sad. You know, I think he was so good and he was on some really good teams. I mean, you know, we talked about it before how those teams should have won some titles. Um, you know, but hopefully... I know they've kind of talked about alcoholism possibly being involved and some CTE, and you know, I mean, I don't want to think about stuff like that. Even if it, you know, that's really what happened, I just kind of want to remember how killer a player he was. But um, that's my thoughts on that. E, you want to give me some thoughts on Vjax real quick?
0: Yeah, I mean, not not much else I can add to that. Um, I did think he was a little on the underrated side. Uh, very very good in San Diego, and then with Tampa, um, to end his career. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't speculate. I mean, there's always assumptions, but I'm not gonna speculate any of that. Let the, let the fans, family, former teammates honor him um, as a really good football player. And from what yeah, I bet, everyone has their demons, but never really read a bad thing about that guy. Um, so he will be missed. Great, uh, great, great player. Uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good there. So for sure, for sure. But I'm um, I'm gonna admit this. I know uh, in our bull the bull predictions, you said uh, JJ, you said Carson Wentz would not be traded or would be traded to the Colts, and I said no because this is what they're offering. I was wrong.
1: And wow, that's big. I know. So well i'll yeah. take my moment to gloat yeah um you know it, it it just to me it makes sense you know i don't understand really what field is doing they must have seen something in jalen hurts that i he was a good player in the small sample size we got i don't think he proved enough for warrant being handed the keys to the franchise but you know different coaching staff so maybe they had different visions um you know uh I think for Carson, this is the best case scenario to go back to work with Frank Reich, where he had his best season. You know, it's, he's getting a chance really to go to a great team with a great defense. I don't really know what they've got as far as receiving options right now. But, you know, they they are a great team. It's crazy to think a Jim Ursa-owned organization is well run. But, uh, you know, and then just the draft pick compensation. I, I think Indy stole this from Philly. You know, if they get a third rounder, they're giving up a third rounder this year, whatever. And then next year, you know, if he's really good um, and they happen to win and he plays, well, then it's a late first round pick. And because it's conditional, if he doesn't play the snaps or if he doesn't or if they don't do as well, then they only give up a second. So either way, they're getting their QB, you know, future either way, if you look at it that way, but. E, what's your thoughts on the trade? Yes, I was right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll take my one win.
0: Yeah, the – the tr- I agree it is it is the perfect fit uh, for him going back to Frank Reich um, where he was having the year of his career that got him paid. But the, the package that they sent, as you said, a third this year and a conditional second or first depending on how they finish, is shows me either one they did get a steal, which they did, and two, Philly was that desperate to get rid of him. And I don't know again, don't know why they don't know why they gave up that because I mean Lions traded Stafford and got two first-round picks, a third next year, and Jared Goff as well for Matt Stafford. And there's been people that would rank Carson Wentz ahead of Matt Stafford. Well, that just shows you what teams think
1: of Matt Stafford compared to Wentz, in my opinion. I don't – I mean, I think the debate now is Goff or Wentz at this point, you know? Um, you got a guy that in golf that stays healthy and plays, you know, up and down. But generally, I don't think he makes a ton of mistakes. He just doesn't make a lot of amazing plays either. And then you've got Wentz, who's the polar opposite, who makes mistakes all the time, but can flash that greatness. You know, for the record, too, we can officially put the bed. I know last year, especially when Magna came out and people were up in arms that Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz. With the same rating, and I think we could probably put that debate away.
0: Yeah, um, it'll be uh, interesting to see the Madden ratings this year, um, but let's get into let's get into the reason why we're here. Uh, speaking yeah, of man. speaking of the
1: ratings and all that, but yeah, man, gonna, uh, all right, guys. Off. So here I'm going to introduce the premise, and then um, Eric's just going to start by introducing his team. And we're going to go back and forth. So this was just kind of, again, a goofball idea. But it actually turned out to be you know really fun when we put our teams together. But The premise behind this is we wanted to do a live fantasy draft. But it, instead of drafting the whole NFL, we couldn't do that. Let's just take the 2021 free agents, which it, are actually some great players. Like I don't know if I've ever noticed, but um, there's some killer players. You know Both of us are going to have really good teams when this is all said and done. Um, We are going to allow one traded player, so a player that's currently either in rumor to be traded for or asking for a trade, something along those lines. You know, if uh, there's a player currently that wants out of his situation, we can grab one of those players. Um, And then we're also going to introduce our head coaches and our coordinators. So, you know, this isn't just going to be pick the best players. It's going to be picking the players that fit the team and the squad and the type of offense and defense we want to run. So, uh, Eric, by virtue of the traditional coin toss, you have won and you have elected to receive. So, sir, I will kick it over to you to introduce your team and your number one overall pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kicking off with uh, my head coach. He's not really the winningest type, but. He gets the best out of his players and has the respect of the of them. Uh, Jim Caldwell, actually a pretty good record too. Um, did pretty well with the Colts, helps to add Manning, but took the Lions from bottom dwellers to playoff contenders virtually every season. Um, he was there, um, except for one, but it, and obviously things, Changed there, but uh yeah, Jim Caldwell's my guy, coordinating the offense, Joe Brady from the Carolina Panthers. Based off what I'm building my team around, I think he's the best guy, young, up and coming guy forward, and then going veteran on the defensive side. Terrell Austin, also a former Lions defensive coordinator, but and came up in some head coaching jobs a few years ago, but The style of defense I have, I think these guys fit what he wants to do. Um, With that being said, my first pick is a player that I've second-guessed his entire career. Finally, I'm starting to come around after seeing some recent numbers, specifically since 2018 compared to one Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. I'm on Team Dak. Wow, he's, he's my franchise
1: QB. Eric, you just stole my quarterback. Like, well, actually, you stole the Cowboys' quarterback, but you stole. That's my quarterback, man. That's my quarterback. Um, Thank you to You. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So, as a Dallas fan, my my coaching pick is going to be completely off the wall, but I don't think you can say a single bad thing about this guy. And honestly, him returning to football would be a gift to us all. I'm going to select Bill Cowher to come back to the NFL, get out of that damn commentary booth. I want to see the chin on the sidelines again. Um, Bill is going to bring his boy, Russ Grimm, who's been out of the NFL for a couple of years. So a couple of guys that haven't really been directly attached to the NFL, but still connected. Uh, And they're going to run their power offense. So, you know, we're going to go for power offense, smart plays, intermediate throws, occasionally stretch the field. And then for a defensive coordinator, I really can't believe I'm saying this because this guy was an awful head coach, but undeniably one of the best defensive coordinators ever and runner of the scheme that Bill Cowher likes to run. I'm taking Wade Phillips as my DC. So we're going to have the all old guy coaching staff. Um, and with my first pick, I'm going to use my trade option now because I want to get this guy locked up. And I'm going to take Russell Wilson off of the Seahawks, who apparently wants out. And I'm going to put him on a team that hopefully can protect him a little better. And hopefully he won't be as miserable. Uh, Eric, go ahead, Eve, with your second round pick, sir.
0: Nice. Uh, going, right, uh, going right to a team that will not run the ball from the one. Uh, good job there. I like that pick. My second pick, uh, quarterback needs a uh, quarterback needs protection. Uh, go with the protect his blind side. There's not many on the left uh, on the left tackle that really stand out per se, but the best available fits a, fits Joe Brady's blocking scheme as well. Cam Robinson, New Orleans Saints. Uh,
1: like that wow. a lot. So, wow, I like, I like Cam Robinson, dude. I think he's a good player. Um, not that I'm going to continuously go back and forth with you, but I'm going to go with who I think is the best offensive tackle on the market. Um, a guy that was traded from Washington to San Francisco really gave a good middle finger to Washington. And, and I'm going to go with Trent Williams to protect Russell's blindside, and hopefully, Russell can have a good left tackle. That will actually stay healthy and protect his blindside for him. So, but my last, my second round pick is Trent Williams, sir. Very nice.
0: I do want to make a correction, Cameron, some Jaguars, not the Saints. I don't know why I wrote Saints on there. Uh, it, it's but, all good, bro. But we'll, we'll give you a pass. Uh, so, yeah. But my third pick, um, going on the defensive side of the ball. One of the, he sort of fell off after leaving uh, the Lions, but for his first few years in the league, he did play under Terrell Austin's system, so he fits it perfectly. In And Sue, just he's He can still get to the quarterback, can still stop the run. Like I said, fits that scheme really well. I like it. I think he fits it, and he can still terrorize quarterbacks and get in the backfield.
1: How do you do Kong Sue, You know, it's funny for being a guy that hated him so early in his career, I actually really like Sue. Um, I just, I love the way he plays. He just doesn't ever give up on a play, so. Um, all right, I am going to continue to build my left side of my line. I'm going to go with a guard, and there's, I know there's two good ones on the board. I got to go with a guy that I think fits my scheme a little better, um, and I'm going to go with Joe Tooney at left guard. And again, we're just going to continue building Russell, something he has never had in Seattle, and that is an offensive line. So I'm going with Joe Tooney as my left guard, sir.
0: Yeah, very, very good pick there. Um, Definitely the best guard on the market. Outside of my left guard, Brandon Sheriff. I think he's the best offensive line prospect uh, in free agency. He's done a great job in Washington. Don't know what they're thinking of not resiring him, but who knows? Could see a franchise tag there, but yeah, that left side of the line. Good luck. Uh, good luck opposing defenses. Brandon Sheriff lined up next to Cam Robinson.
1: So it's becoming it clear. We've built our offensive lines. You know, it, and there's one thing you, could, I, you and I usually agree on is we believe in old school football, building your team from the trenches. Um, one thing that I'm a big believer in is rushing the passer. And I know I've talked about this guy a lot, and he is legitimately one of my favorite players to watch play. Super Bowl champion. I'm stealing him from Tom. You can't have him anymore. I'm going to take Shaquille Barrett to play the outside linebacker role in this really blitz-heavy 3-4 scheme where he's going to have his hand on the ground a lot and just murdering quarterbacks.
0: No, I like that. Um, Shaquille Barrett, uh, very, very good player. Uh, definitely can – kind of reminds me of a, of a Viper-type player. He can get in coverage. He can get in the backfield. I like that pick a lot. Uh, I'm going on the defensive line. Um, Got to get to the quarterback. Sort of, I don't know why he is, I mean, he's demanded some money. Jacksonville traded him to Minnesota. Now Minnesota might let him walk. Yannick Ngakwe. I love Yannick Ngakwe. Young, still fast, very versatile end. Can get, you can get to the quarterback. So
1: that's my, that's one of my pass rushers. The pride of Maryland, Yannick Ngakwe himself. Oh, I had him on my board, bro. <laughs> that was actually going to be my next pick. Oh, um, nice. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, I'm still going to go with another edge guy, uh, outside linebacker officially, edge, whatever you want to terminology. Um, I'm going to actually go with a Pittsburgh Steeler, and this is a guy, Bud Dupree, so w- I for taking. He was so bad his first couple of years, and last year, this year, he just – turned it on and figured it out and you know two years in a row is a fluke and any more belief was the fact that Pittsburgh went one and four when he got hurt this year so even the great T.J. Watt you know couldn't maintain his performance without Bud Dupree off the edge so uh, I am now officially going to murder your quarterback with Shaq Barrett and Bud Dupree uh, with my next pick sir all
0: right I like that um I do I do like Bud Dupree a lot I do think also Devin Bush being out um, hurt that defense too. Um, two, two Pro Bowl linebackers gone will hurt you no matter who you have. <laughs> um, but definitely like that pick. Uh, keeping the, I'm going, I'm going to address the run here. Um, as we all know, running backs aren't traditional really anymore. Um, they have to be versatile. And the guy I pick is. Something about jaguars apparently. Leonard Fournette, um, what he did in the playoffs showed he still got it, and I'm trying to remember if it was the, I think it was the NFC, it might have been the NFC title game, where he made a great run that was just like him at LSU type, why he was drafted fourth overall type run, and I like that I, like how it can still catch a, can catch out of the backfield, opens up the play action game as well. Um, can pick up a block if needed. Um, Leonard Fournette.
1: That's a good pick, and yeah, I, I still don't to this day know how just magically stole him. So and put him on that team that was ridiculous. Um, all right, I am gonna go for a pass catcher. For Russell, because now Russell's got protection, but he can't do it all himself, though God knows he seems to try to in Seattle, he will no longer have to do that. I'm going to get him a really, really good tight end. Um, I think there's two clear tight ends in the market. So I'm sure you'll end up with the other one. They're two guys that do two different things. Um, I'm going to take Johnny Smith from the Titans. And I'm going to give Russell a big athletic target to throw to you across the middle. All right, like that one, um,
0: yeah. That Jenny Smith was uh, number one on my board. Um, I'll just take. A, I, I like that a lot, um, but yeah, we're gonna go with uh, my receiver, my first receiver. Um, the rumor did come out today um, that he's likely gonna be franchise tag, but when I put this list together, he wasn't, so I'm not changing it. Kenny Galladay, one um, healthy, arguably a top six receiver, uh, can high point the ball very well. Can get you a thousand yards, and yeah,
1: taking Kenny G. Man, of, of all the traits a receiver can have, a receiver that goes down the field and high points the ball, I just I think it's a skill that people don't appreciate enough. So, I love that guy. He was absolutely number one on my board. Um, so there's a bunch of good receivers still, but I want to go ahead and grab one before you completely pillage you know, the list, because you will. Um, but there's so many good guys here that do different things. Uh, I think, again, I know I'm building this team around Russ. So uh, what makes Russ successful right now is his number one target, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is a really good straight line guy that gets open. I think the best one on the market that does that right now is Will Fuller. So I'm going to take the only weapon that was left in Houston and put it on my team, and we're going to give Russell a big, big play receiver to go down the field. All right. I no, like that. Um,
0: Will Fuller, one of those players, um, I like to compare to Keenan to Allen, where he's just been bitten by the injury bug virtually his entire career. Hopefully he can stay healthy, because when, when healthy, Will Fuller is a Great option. Um, A close to a thousand yard guy as well. Um, Maybe get you double digit touchdowns, but very, very good pick. Um, Just hope he can stay healthy. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna address defense again. Lined up next to Sue, more on the run stopping side, Daquan Jones. Underrated defensive tackle. Just, I think is better on the run game. Can can get to the backfield as well, but not as much as Sue, but
1: I like Daquan Jones here. So this is what makes our draft different is, again, we're not picking the best players. We're picking the player that fits your scheme, and Daquan Jones fits your scheme perfectly. You know, because he's, he's a disruptor, but he's not necessarily a stat guy. Um, and I think that's what makes him so good. Yeah, he's – I don't know why he doesn't get any recognition, but – uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with my, my clogger up the middle on defense. Um, you know, it's the guy's been traded like two or three times. And just one of those guys that he seems to be good everywhere he goes, but then he has something where he falls out and he suddenly isn't very good. Um, but man, he would fit this scheme so perfectly. I'm going to go with snacks Harrison. Um, and he's going to be my three, four run stuffer, eat two or three blocks. And Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get some big nasty here on my defense with him.
0: Yeah, I like Stacks a lot. You hit the nail on the head there describing him for he's been traded and does well, but sometimes doesn't give it his all or shows up to camp out of shape. And but when he's on, he's a great run stopper. Um, like that pick, especially in the three four. Um but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, another wide receiver. Lineup opposite of uh, lineup opposite Chris Godwin, like Chris Godwin. Um, this will give Dak a couple down the field guys, but and some solid route runners who can virtually catch anything. But I like I like Godwin here.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh you, you I know that listeners haven't had it, but you've known my man crush on Chris Godwin for years. So I just I think he's so he doesn't do anything amazing, but he just does everything so good and so easy. You know, he does have a tendency to drop open catches sometimes, but whatever. I mean his good far out ranks is bad. Um all right, I'm gonna go. Wow, this guy's still on the board. Okay. I'm going to go with the right tackle. So I've got left tackle and Trent Williams. I've got a left guard and Joe Tooney. Um, you took the only other really great guard remaining. So there's like three or four guys that are kind of there. But there is one great right tackle on the board. And I'm going to take my dude Taylor Moten from Carolina, who I think he is incredibly underrated. He has been by far the best lineman on that team for probably a couple of years, especially since they traded Trey Turner. Um, and so now Russ has three potential all pros to blocking for him. I do not want to hear any of this. I want to be traded nonsense on my team. So uh, I'm going to go with Taylor Moten with my pick. All right.
0: No, I like that pick a lot. Um, yeah, you definitely got to build that line. And on my right side, because uh, you took – I had Joe Tooney on there, but so – because he can play left or right. You going Nick Easton. Um, I like Nick Easton here. Um, under 30, under 30 age, can pretty good, pretty solid blocker. I mean, you didn't see much with, of him in New England, but I mean, a lot of people in New England didn't look that good this year. Uh, but I think he's still one of the best options um, to beef up the
1: line. Um, I like Nick Easton a lot. Yeah, I think I think he's you know, he's a guy that needs good players around him, but you've done that. So I think he'll be in good shape. Uh, I've got everybody in New England. If they didn't opt out, they were having a damn year. So um I'm gonna go with a running back and I'm gonna go, go I'm going to go with a guy that's played with Russell and he is the absolute best running back other than Fournette. Fournette probably would have been a slightly better fit. But I am gonna take Chris Carson who well, he's healthy and running hard, man. He's a damn bowling ball and a load to take down. And you know, well, obviously, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to draft another running back. Um, and Aaron Jones, I think, is a better player, but he's not the really best fit for Bill Cowher's offense. And uh, yeah, Chris Carson's just a bruising running back. He makes people hate tackling him. So I'm, I'm going to go with Chris Carson here.
0: Yeah, no, uh, very good. Um... Yes. Chris Carson definitely a solid pick. Um, when healthy, can be very good. But yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with my final wide receiver here. Uh, I like this because every receive every team needs a good slot guy. I think one of the best uh, really the past ten seasons has been Danny Amendola. Um, yeah, he's had some injury issues, but He's your typical slot guy, five ten type, not afraid to go up the middle, take that hit, get that ex, get that yards, get the yards needed, and I like that a lot. Uh, Danny Amendola, my slot wide receiver.
1: Man, he's so good. I, people forget he he was drafted by Dallas, by the way. So I just you know he was one of those guys that just got shuffled out for whatever reason. But I can't say anything wrong about Amendola. He is like you said, he's the quintessential slot guy. Um, I'm going to go with a guy, you know, he, okay. So he's like the one of the biggest talked about people right now. And I'm not trying to draft players like that, but I'm going to take JJ Watt. And the thing with JJ is at this point in his career, he's still amazing and dominant, but he needs players around him to take the pressure off. That's what he wants. He wants a winning team, which I think we can do. Um, and he needs, he wants to have good players around him and with snacks and Barrett and Dupree, Rushing off the edge, JJ doesn't have to be the only presence on my defense, and I think he'd appreciate it. And I think I could convince him a sign. So, I'm taking JJ Watt with my defensive end spot, sir. All right, very good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter.
0: Um, go back to my offensive line, um, right tackle, Matt Feller. Uh, no. I like to, he's going to run the ball a little bit more to the right. I think Matt Feller is a better, better run blocker. Obviously, you have that um, with his, uh, you have that typical offense, but not really the best pass. But I like him for the run game that I have building.
1: Yeah, he's one of those guys where he's not going to ever, probably ever make a Pro Bowl, but he's very solid and steady. So, I think the issue with him, too, is his last contract, I think he was just really overpaid. I mean, hey, go get your money, man. But, like, you know, whatever. I think he's a good, solid player. Um, I'm going to go with another receiver here. And you've taken, like, two of the best ones and then a really good one on top of that. I'm going to go with a gadget guy, but he's also a really good receiver. I think Russ would love to play with this guy just because he can run the ball out of the backfield. He can catch great screen guy. I'm going to go with another Carolina Panther and Curtis Samuel. And I think he's going to line up on the outside as well. And it's just speed, speed, speed for my defense or my offense. And yeah, I'm going to take Curtis Samuel as my receiver number two.
0: Nice. I like that. Um, I'm going to address my linebacking core. Uh, I like this pick a lot. Uh, Very Very solid player, can rush the quarterback, can drop into coverage if needed. Melvin Ingram, Um, I I like that. Um, Great, really solid career with the Chargers, but might be time for him to move on. Um, But you want a guy that can cover and also get to the quarterback, I think Melvin Ingram
1: can do that. Yeah, he's been outshadowed, I think, a lot in his career, playing in the, the Chargers and having Bosa there the last couple of years. Um, I'm going to complete my three, four defensive ends. And, uh, this is a guy that again, has been traded twice and does not get the credit he deserves. I'm going to go with Leonard Williams and I'm going to steal from the giants. And now I've got big, scary Leonard Williams, snacks Harrison, who's monstrous and JJ. Watt on my, DM. So my, my front four or seven right now is just, you know, we're getting nasty real quick. So, um, Big and scary. That's what we're going for here with my defense, especially for Bill Cowher. I can't have a weak little defense. No, you can't. Not with Bill Cowher.
0: Uh, yeah, I had Leonard Williams as a as a backup edge edge guy, but um, actually, he was my number one. But I moved to him number two on the right side, just because he this guy had a really solid year. Um, this year, I think can be up and coming, but also. More uh, more underrated this, uh, this year, but he's uh, from Nigeria, but he went to high school here in Charlotte at Audrey Kell, by the way. Romeo Arquara. Uh, he had a really great year, uh, can get to the quarterback, gets the hands up to deflect passes. He's not afraid to get in their face. He's the, my, my defensive line is angry. They'll get after
1: the quarterback and they will murder you. No, well, I definitely don't want to be murdered. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I actually like him, you know, I'm not a big Notre Dame guy, but I think he was a little bit underrated coming out of the draft, you know, Notre Dame's been putting up some good defensive players lately. Let's be honest, you know, say what you want to do about the team and how incredibly overrated they usually are. Um, not to mention Shots their fired. offensive line too. Yeah, I mean the Martin brothers, the, the,
0: the Martin brothers like Quentin Nelson, uh, McGlinchey, uh, Ronnie Stanley. I mean they, yeah, I mean they've they've, they've done yeah. some. Brian Kelly, uh, he could produce a pro he's gone from the hot seat. Can't, can't, he's gone from the hot seat to the to producing caliber NFL
1: talent. Can't so produce like, a championship, but he can produce some NFL players. So um, yeah. all right, so they left three four scheme, I need two middle linebackers. And in my opinion, this is the best guy on the board. Uh, I'm going to go back to Tampa Bay, another veteran. My team's kind of old, if I look at it now. I don't really have anybody young. But then again, I guess if you're a free agent, you're not going to be 24 years old, unless you're, like, really bad. Um, But I'm going to take Levante David, who has played outside linebacker at a 4-3. He played inside this year. Um, You know, such an underrated good player. Uh, I just I like him. He's a great guy off the field, and you can look up the things he's done. Uh, but yeah, I'm going for that championship formula, and I'm still Levante David for that Bucks defense as well.
0: All right, no, I like that pick. Um, yeah, yeah. How did they? I mean, that defense. Do you remember? You know, there's some free agents that we've sniped from them, but wow, <laughs> that defense. I know I mentioned it last week, but yeah, now you see the free agency. You're like. Okay. Yeah, they had a lot of talent. Um, the scary thing
1: is that if they lose those guys, they're still pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, they still have an amazing secondary with Anton Winfield and Jamel Dean. And
0: probably one of the freakiest athletes in the NFL in Devin White. I don't think I've seen a linebacker close on a ball that fast ever.
1: Yeah, he's scary as hell. I would never want to go against him. Um, but I like that
0: pick, um, kind of, I mean, you took with Shaq Barrett and Bud Dupree, he took my, he took the left linebacker, my entire left side. So I think he's versatile enough to do this. Um, I'm moving Leonard Floyd from the right to the left. Um, I think he can still, I think, I think he actually might be better on the left side than the right side. (laughs) Um, but uh, Leonard Floyd, my left outside linebacker.
1: So there's not categorically there's not categorically a huge difference between the left and right side, depending on your no. defense. I don't think you know. So whether you play on the left or right, unless a player is just weird like that. Uh, but generally speaking, they you know left right. Who gives a crap? You know.
0: Yeah, um, just some some guys though are just better though. Um, yeah, it's just weird better on that side of the ball.
1: Yeah, but so, and some guys are better when they move around, which is interesting. Yeah. So. Um, all right, I'm going to go with center. Uh, I'm going to go with my opinion, the best center on the market. I'm going to go with Corey Lindsley. There's not a great center market right now, let's be honest. Like he, He's a good center. I would never call him amazing. Uh, but I think with my line that I'm building, I think you know he would fit in great. And I'm going to take Corey Lindsley. Um, and he's going to be my center. So he's going to go from hiking balls to Aaron Rodgers, hiking balls to Russell Wilson. Yeah,
0: um, that is that is a good pick, but I don't know. I don't know how you're. I don't know why you called him the best center on the market, when I think there's a Hall of Fame center on the market. Alex Mack. Yeah, he's up there in
1: age.
0: Yeah, he's up there in age, but whoo he uh, he can still he can still block he can still get there he can still he can still protect the quarterback open up the running lanes um, I would have loved to see if he was still with the the Browns this year with the running game see how he would have done but there we go Alex Mack my center and that seals my offensive line
1: yeah I still have one pick to go But I'm going to wait. Um, I'm going to take – ooh, this is a tough call. I've got to go another middle linebacker here, and not to hog all the, you know, decent ones left, but uh, I'm going to take a guy – I'm going to take Matt Milano, uh, bring him over from the Bills, where I think he's played a lot of outside linebacker. You know, they play a lot of hybrid stuff in Buffalo, and I'm going to just kind of let him be like my middle roamer. Um, where he can kind of just have his free will to do what he wants. Because he's not going to have to generally rush the ball a lot unless he call blitz, which God knows with Bill Cowher's defense, he will probably blitz a lot. Um But, yeah, I'm going to take Matt Milano, Um and he's going to be my second – so my front seven is locked in now. I am I, – I could make this team on Madden right now. We would dominate.
0: Yeah, no, that's a – that's very good. Um, my more middle linebacker kind of captain it. I think he's more more instinctual. is more instinctual, but K, KJ Wright, um, thirty one years old. Yeah, he's not the fastest linebacker, but he know he's always in position. He he can audible the defense, and that's what the that's what the middle linebacker has to do. I think he's one of the best uh, minds in that,
1: and uh, yeah, K.J. Wright, middle linebacker. So, uh, first of all, K.J. Wright, amazing player. Seattle, it's crazy to let him walk, but... Um, so, we haven't touched anybody in the secondary yet. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think we've been getting bidding wars with each other. Yes. Yeah. So... I'm that's gonna go. I, that's all I have left. is my secondary. Yeah. yeah, me too. I have one guard position, which I'm gonna wait on because neither guy excites me. Um, so we're just gonna probably pluck the hell out of the secondary. Um, I'm gonna oh, go. I do, have, I do have one
0: more offensive guy left
1: too. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I have two actually. I have a third receiver and a guard. So I'm still. I'm gonna go with a DB here. I'm gonna go with Justin Simmons, who is so good at free safety uh god he's wasted in denver yes he is so god yeah. I, there were rumors Dallas was you sniped him for me yeah baby yeah baby there, there's another good guy on the board if you so if you if you don't take him i'll mention him uh i think there's another good yes. one that's not as off but yeah i'm, I'm, I'm yes. gonna go i'm gonna go with jason and uh my defensive doom continues yeah um
0: Great free safety, um, as you said, wasted in, Den- wasted in Denver right now. Um, I'm going with arguably now the second best free free safety on the market. This time, yes, from the Saints. Marcus Williams. Uh, I like Marcus Williams here. Still young. T- 24 years old as you said so might be some things there but I just don't think he's gotten the the playing time um, as much but as a free safety this past year he had three interceptions 79 total tackles and he's young and he's got 13 interceptions I think he's un- underrated and free safety I like that uh, Marcus Williams
1: so, interestingly enough, he wasn't my other guy on the board. Oh, okay. Yeah, interestingly. I, I had Anthony Harris. I like Anthony oh, Harris. Oh, yeah. Player. I like that pick, so, too. Um, yeah. I, 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 I didn't even have – I think the Marcus Williams, just the image of that playoff game is burning in my brain. And maybe that's why people overlook him. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to the offense for my last offensive playmaker, other than a guard, who will probably be my last pick. Um, but I'm gonna go with a third receiver here, and man, I can't stand this guy off the field. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. If you don't know who it is by now, it's freaking TikTok Schuster. Um, you know, I just need him to shut up and just like uh, he would be perfect for Bill Cower because he would give Bill Cower shit once, and Bill Cower would either kick him off the team or make him an amazing player. And I, I just think, but with two guys that are outside guys with Will Fuller and Curtis Samuel, I think Juju lining up in the slot, being that big play guy to go across the middle, if he could just shut the hell up and not make TikTok videos and just let Russ just lead him, I think he could He could still be an amazing player. I mean, he was on the cover of Madden, for Christ's sakes. Whether he fully deserved or not, it's another story, but oh, Juju. Eric, this is what you made me do.
0: So one of my good friends is a Steelers fan, um, and who he used to work with, and he—he's talk, We've talked about this all the time. Ryan Clark said it would be a mistake to give Antonio Brown the money because he turned into a diva. Well, we saw how that played out. i i like Juju Smith way too much to want to see him go down that same path, but it's trending that way, where he is being this diva. But he's not an outside guy. He's a slot guy. He is a little bigger but with his speed he could be obviously not as fast as the cheetah to re but let him
1: up in the slot. That's where his natural position is. Yeah, and that's why that's why I figured with the other two around him, he wouldn't face the double team. I think he's been facing a lot. I mean, Pittsburgh's got some good weapons now but nobody that's going to garner the attention that like a Will Fuller would garner necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: but yeah, I'm going to Dress my uh, my cornerback. Uh, I like this uh, I like this pick a lot, uh, just because he's not. I mean, he doesn't get it obviously as much. But he was undrafted free agent. Yeah, he, he was on the Jets. So take take it what you will. Brian Poole. He was undrafted. 28 years old. Yeah, he's got the. He's got seven interceptions since coming to the league in 2016. But he can still cover guys well. Um, I think that's his strong point. He's more of a coverage guy than an interception guy. Um, so you're not gonna get thrown as much. But I like Brian Poole.
1: Yeah, he definitely gets wasted being a Jet, like most players do. No offense, Jets fans, but also kind of offense. Um, all right, I'm gonna go for. I'm going to go for my strong safety spot. I'm going to save my corners for last because there's like five or six corners that I like, like a lot. So I'm torn between two guys. One of them is a major injury risk every year. And the other is not nearly as spectacular when he plays, but he's not an injury risk. I think with my injury risk that I already have on my team, um, my team can go from really good to really crappy, really quick. If I don't get some guys that are consistently healthy, um, so I'm going to take John Johnson, the third um, from the Rams. And, you know, he is very good. I would not say he's great necessarily. I think anybody that plays in front of Aaron Donald and with Jen Ramsey at corner looks really good, (laughs) but uh, just like I said, very solid, but necessarily unspectacular, but with this defense, I don't really need him to be, and, you know, he's not going to have a lot of pressure to really make you, Plays like I think he may feel like he has now. So I'm going to take John Johnson. With-
0: All right. No, I like that. Uh, like that pick there. Um, yeah. I'm going strong safety here. I don't know. This guy I thought was a reach when he was drafted in the first round in 2016 to begin with. Um, and it's proven to be a big injury risk. Um, I originally had Keanu Neal, but again, just he's had too many injuries to be reliable. I'm going with hard-hitting. I want a hard-hitting safety. Daniel Sorensen. <laughs> Browns fans, uh, particular, one Browns fan that listens to this podcast, I'm sorry. Um, Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. It, it was a helmet-to-helmet helmet hit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want that type of guy. Like he's he. I Daniel Sorensen, I like him here. I think he could be what Eric Weddle was.
1: Wow, you just do the Eric Weddle comp of Daniel Sorensen. I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> um, he uh, play, plays oh hard, and hits hard. You know that. Oh uh, Jesus! Yeah all right um i'm gonna finish my offensive line so eric just to confirm make sure i'm on the same page i'm gonna make this pick and then we have two picks left for our starters is that correct you are correct sir okay i just want to make sure because like i said i've got five or six corners that i think are really good so um all right i'm gonna go ahead and get my last guard out of the way and this is a whole lot of meh um you know, I, I'm gonna go. Oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, for the love of God, the guards are bad. I'm gonna take Cam Irving as a guard. Uh, he played for Dallas this year, and he he does have some guard tackle flexibility. Uh, he's not very good at either, um, but he's clearly the fifth best lineman. And I God hope we could draft a better guard in the draft, but you know, for this sake, we're not. It's just free agents. So I'm going to take Cam Irving, which pains me to say, and he's going to be my last offensive player. All right. No, very
0: good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with my final defensive guy. Um, I think he's a little underrated. Um, yeah, he had some bad games, but every guy does, but I like his awareness. Um, I'm calling out one particular game where, I don't know what happened, where he didn't quit until the whistle blew um, a couple years ago in the Lions-Chiefs game. This guy picked up a fumble from a pile at the goal line and ran it 100 yards for a touchdown. Rashard Breland. uh, Just create awareness, puts himself in position to make the play. That's what I want for defensive back um, and can come up with a
1: pick if needed. So brashad Breland. man i'm a broad brashad breeland truther he was one of my guys on my list he wasn't necessarily the highest but yeah he, he he makes like three or four amazing plays and two or three really stupid ones and sometimes it's hard to sort them out um but man he is so good and never gets any credit because he's part of a Chiefs defense and that Chiefs defense never gets any credit so um i adore that pick Good job on picking him. I'm glad he actually got selected in this. Um, So, the reason I actually had Keanu Neal on my board, by the way, that was the other guy I was considering. Um, Yes. I opted for him not being my injury risk, surviving season in San Francisco. I was so happy to see him. I think you know who I'm going for. Give me Jason Verrett, a guy that could not, you were thinking, I was thinking Sherman. Nope. Screw that guy. I'm going to take Jason Verrett, who has had nothing but bad luck and injuries in the beginning of his career. And he strikes me as the kind of guy that can have a Thomas Davis-like career where he was, like, really crappily injured the first four or five seasons. And then he had an amazing season, and he was fine the rest of his career. And Jason Verrett just had a year where he was amazing. And I'm rooting for him. I think he was so talented to come out of TCU. And I would love for him to be able to play behind these pass rushers, which should give him a lot, lot of ability to just cover guys and the quarterbacks be under pressure. So yeah, no, not Sherman. Jason Verrett is the San Francisco corner. I want. was my number one guy. Nice.
0: Um, really good pick. I do like that a lot. Um, yeah. was was been by the injury bug early in his career. Um, glad to see him have a healthy year. Um, Ironic that the injury history he had wasn't affected in the injury plague season that was in San Francisco this year, um, but yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, my uh, my mystery relevant um, like this. I'm a fan of this position. It's so under it's so underutilized. Um, doesn't get much credit in this year's NFL. Kyle Dresick, fullback. He's just, I mean, the fullback position, great, great in the goal line area. But also, if you got a great blocking fullback, gives you that extra, extra essentially, an extra lineman to protect the quarterback and open up a run lane. And with this team, that's
1: why I drafted him. That's a good pick, man. I, I agree. I'm a fullback truther. You know, I think you and I both grew up like, With Mike Allstott being like the quintessential fullback. Um, I can even remember Moose Johnson blocking for Annette Smith back in the day and thinking, man, he is just a badass that just likes to run people over. And that's all he did. People forget that. They think they know him as the announcer guy now. Um, All right. So I've got to go to the corner here. Um, I've got one, two, three, four, five guys that I can take to start outside Jason Um. Man, there's some good players here that are gonna go unsigned. So I'll uh, screw it. I'm gonna take them with Mr. Levant in this draft and on my team. I'm gonna take my boy from Dallas, Chidobi Awuzier, um, who I think can play the man on man. Because ultimately I really want a Desmond King and Mike Hilton, who I think were probably a little better, but they're slot guys. And we're not drafting for slot guys. At least I didn't make the room for it. So I'm gonna go with Cheeto Awuzier who has never played in a good secondary, you know, other than when he played underneath Byron Jones, which is when he was really good. So hopefully he can play underneath Jason Verrett and uh, go from there. Yeah. Um, I guess you just want to recap our teams real quick and just kind of wrap it up, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So my, my team um, on offense,
0: Dak, Fournette, Kenny G, Godwin, Amendola, Hunter Henry, Cam Robinson, Matt Filer, Nick Easton, Brandon Sheriff, Alex Mack, Kyle Dresick, defense, and Dominican Sue, Daquan Jones, Romeo Araquara, excuse me, Romeo Acquara, Yannick Ngakwe, K.J. Wright, Leonard Floyd, Melvin Ingram, Brian Poole, Brashard Braylon,
1: Marcus Williams, and Daniel Sorensen. Sweet. And then uh, my squad is Russell Wilson, Chris Carton, Johnny Smith, uh, Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel, Juju, Chet uh, Williams, Terry Moten. At guard is Joe Tooney and Cam Irving. At center, it's Corey Lindsley. And then my murder defense is going to consist of J.J. Watt and Leonard Williams. Snacks Harrison, Clock in the middle. I've got my quarterback killers at Shaq Barrett and Bud Dupree, Devontae David and Matt Milano at the middle. Uh, Jason Verrett and Cheeto Owusie at corner, and then my back two are Justin Simmons and John Johnson the third.
0: All right, excellent. Uh, yep, that was our those are our teams. Um, Free agent draft twenty twenty one is in the books. We appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, if you have any thoughts, let us know who whose team uh, you would take to win if this was a real game. As always. I'm Eric Weirda along with Jordan Angie. Take care, sports fans. Bye, guys.